Welcome, everybody, at another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If you're enjoying today's suite, if not, what the hell ever? Oh, no, this one. January 12, 2013, Saturday Morning Slam. You can tell just by my reaction right off the bat that something went wrong, because this week is Randy Orton's Saturday Morning Slam debut. Why is that a bad thing? Well, because that's really all there is for substance on this episode, as well as a recurring theme that we have here. Camera cuts. So the show's opened, and we get a re-airing of Damian Sandow's interview from the previous weekend with Natalia, and getting challenged by Randy Orton. And he claim the announcer claims it's the main event, yet it's next. Like, isn't the main event supposed to be like the last thing? Like that means that there's stuff that precedes it. You know? But I mean, this is a company that doesn't know what a main event is. Oh, we got a show here with a triple main event. No, there's one main event. The last match. The last thing you see. Okay? And this is going to prove that it's not the main event. So, Damian Sandow, Randy Orton, Booker T on commentary. And Sandow, he's trying to cut a pre-match promo. I'm listening to it. It's like, okay, is this guy really TVG or PG if he's using words that kids can't understand? He's essentially Jimmy Neutron. Just without the brain blast. And he says, he's here to help everybody and you're all embarrassing yourselves because you won't shut up. <laughs> like, come on. And then, just in a nutshell, he says, Oh, I'm just gonna cut the promo, and I'm just ready to fight. I mean, I know he uses other terminology for that, but that's just the meat and potatoes there, ain't it? Then out comes Randy Orton making his entrance, and yes, he has a boner. You censor out t-shirts in the audience with blurring effect. Yeah, you won't blur out Randy Orton's boner. Comes out like, I've got a boner. Again, that's not family-friendly, Randy. Just stop it. Okay? Put your pants back on. If you have any. So, this this gets so weird because as Randy Orton's finishing up his entrance, they cut to commercial. That's six minutes in! Six minutes into a show and you've already got a commercial. Where all we saw was a replay of an interview and then entrances. So, you get to the action as soon as they come back from break. And Sano is showboating after a shoulder block. He's like, yay, I bow, I can carwheel, yay, I took down a viper. Well, then Randy gets some offense, and he gets a couple shoulder blocks and a hip toss in the ring. And then Sano retreats the outside, and Randy follows him with a shoulder block onto the floor. All right, he gets back in the ring. He's hyping up the crowd, posing all the shit. He's like, come on, come on. And that's just after two minutes of action, and then you cut away because of a... We got to show a whole Be A Star commercial with Kofi Kingston saying that... Oi, I'm Kofi Kingston. And saying how he got mocked because people called him Coffee. Which makes sense to do that now. Because you have KO-FI for where people can buy a quote-unquote coffee. So it makes sense now. I know it wasn't a thing in 2013, but it works now. But he's even had the audacity to say that he thought that talking to somebody about his childhood bullying sooner would put it to a halt. I can disagree with that wholeheartedly, Kofi. That is utter garbage. Doesn't matter if you talk about it, it's not going to put a halt to it because schools don't do anything about it. They won't do anything unless, well, you retaliate. Then the bully gets away with whatever they do. So then you come back from break after that, and Randy Warren, he's in a side headlock. He gets out of it by doing a back suplex, and we get the first camera cut of the, of the night. This happens a lot. This is just like what we had with the Sheamus Titus O'Neil match not too long ago. Randy even does that vertical leap dropkick. Camera cut treatment. 
And then Sandals on the ground, Orange trying to do some stomps and knee, like, knee drops. And they had to do that whole thing where they had the camera kind of cropped upwards. So it's like, you know Randy's doing a move, but you don't see the impact. I mean, it's better than constantly cutting over to the commentary team. Because I know we had at least one or two moments where that happened in the past. I think it was like with the Miz's skull-crushing finale when he did it to Justin Gabriel. So they kind of did that again. Uh, then Randy, he did something to stand out when Sandow was on all fours, like a knee to the head. I know when I said all fours, people's minds probably went off in another direction. And the cameras missed the whole thing again by showing us the commentary team. We get it. Booker T's there with Josh Matthews. And even, like, Orton had put Sando in arm ringer, did that whole elbow to his arm thing. Another camera card, because I guess that's too violent, even though that's neither to the head nor the neck. How is that too violent to show? So then they start brawling on the outside, and Randy does that back suplex onto the barricade, like over in the corner. Camera cut. Like always. Then they try getting back in the ring. Sando's thrown in. Orton gets on the apron to try to get back. And then, I guess, Sando does a hot shot. Like, grabbing him, dropping him, throat first onto the top rope. Camera cut again there, too. So, then Orton's laid out on the apron. Almost looked like how it was when Undertaker would do the leg drop. And Sando moves his elbow pad to do an elbow to the head of Orton. The first one gets the camera cut, but the second one doesn't. Hey, hey, Shalali. And then he does the whole wind-up elbow drop. I can't remember what the name of it is. He's like one of four wrestlers that I know of that does like these theatrics before an elbow drop. You got The Rock, LA Knight, Damian Sandow, and uh, MVP. They all have to do these big theatrics before doing an elbow drop. Winding up, throwing elbow pads, balling, or pointing to the crowd and stuff. Like, does that make it more effective? Probably not. Well, so then, like I said, he gets that wind-up bubble drop for near fall. There's no camera cut, thankfully. And then Randy tries getting uppercuts for a bit of a comeback, and we get another camera cut. And then you get more camera cuts here after this, because Orton kicks out of the pit after taking a knee to the gut. So camera cut during the kick-out. And then while he's also in a body scissors by Sandow, we get another camera cut. What what happened there to make us constantly have to be reminded that Booker T and Josh Matthews are on commentary? Was that body scissors so violent that you had to, like, squirm away? So, Randy's finally getting out of the hold. He's doing punches and uppercuts. Those get camera cuts again, and I'm just, I'm, once again, I'm tuning out. I'm tuning out here. Sano, and once you get back from break, Sano tries to go for a spring, surprisingly, a springboard Brett's roll moonsault, and he misses, so splatter on the canvas. And Randy starts doing his comeback. There's no camera cuts here. He starts waving his arms like he's trying to fly to tell the audience to wake up. Come on, kids, stop drooling. Here comes the exciting part. So then he's trying to go for that hangman DDT. Sandow slips out of it, but then Randy drapes him over on the ropes for that on the other side of the ring. And then that DDT gets camera cut. And then he hits the RKO, who's after Sandow gets himself up out of the corner. Another camera cut. And Randy wins. There was barely any time of action between when they came back from that commercial to this. Usually you have more than just a couple of minutes. But there was literally like a couple minutes of action since that commercial. Because they did not time this out for editing properly done at all. You know, it's like you don't expect the finish to happen that quickly after the commercial break. But then that's not it because we get one more little tidbit to fill up the last minute or two of time. Because we get a Saturday morning spotlight on Seamus. Oi, I'm Goofy Fella. I'll broke kick your camera and I'm Irish. We get it. 
And then that just leads up to uh, announcing that next time on Saturday Morning Slam, Sheamus is returning to the show. Who's he going to go against? Not sure, but I can bet there's going to be a lot of camera cuts there, aren't there? So yeah, all we had this entire show was one long match, which lasted for about 20 minutes at the most out of the broadcast, a Be A Star campaign, and then a reminder that Sheamus exists with Saturday Morning Slam at the end, so... In reality, this match was not the main event. Saturday Morning Slam's Saturday Morning Spotlight on Sheamus was the main event. Like, there was literally nothing else. You didn't have an interview with anybody. You didn't have another match. It was just one long match during the show with a bunch of camera cuts. A reminder that Sheamus exists, and then we find out Sheamus is going to be there next week. <sighs> it's going to be camera cuts galore again, isn't it? And once again, I still have to ask... If this show is TVG rated, why didn't you blur out Randy Orton's boner during his entrance? You blur a t-shirt, but it's not a scratch. Anyway, so let me know you in the comment section below. What did you guys think about this episode of Saturday Morning Slam? <sighs> Still got four more months of episodes to go through. Oh, this is torture. Anyway, if you enjoyed today's episode, folks, please remember to leave a like, subscribe with the bell, turn on if you're listening to this on YouTube, or follow if you're listening to this podcast on any other service this podcast is available on, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody.